Today is Chicken Soup for the Soul Day. It is also Happy Hour Day today. You can have chicken soup during your happy hour. And it's pizza with the works, except anchovies day today. So I like it. Pizza with the works without a know for our inaugural conversation of the 2020 season about um, gorgeous, delicious turkey. Welcome. It is close. And, you know, um, people are, are, are going to look at the calendar and so much has been going on. And because um, Thanksgiving is going on, did a survey and nine out of ten people said um, they were still going to celebrate Thanksgiving. They understood that maybe it'll look a little different around the table this year, but Thanksgiving was going to go on. And we expect to have um, more first time cooks, which is not a problem for us because we've been answering these questions since 1981. So we have the information that. You know, a first-time cook or a seasoned veteran uh, needs a little help. We're here, so we're we're anxious, and the phones are already ringing, and we're already getting emails, and people are looking at our website. So, um, Thanksgiving is going up. And for nearly forty years, the Butter Ball Turkey Talk Line and experts have been available. One of the things that I've always marveled at Carol is the ability of Butterball and the experts to adapt. You know, old school, oh it goes all yes. the way back to where it was just a phone line. You know, it was a yes. landline and a and a simple phone, and you waited for the phone to ring, and, and that was that, and you got a lot of questions. Uh, but constantly adapting, and as you sort of mentioned, in 2020, you have to adapt even more. And I read a story that said that Butterball was – Making making a broader range of turkey sizes available this year, maybe for those smaller, more intimate gatherings. Is that correct? That is correct. You know, one of the big questions that we get, especially early in the season, is how much turkey to buy for the people that are you're going to be, you know, serving. Um, but I have heard people for all these years that I've been answering the phone saying how important leftovers are. You know. Um, <laughs> It's fine to serve the turkey and everybody gets a good serving, but you got to have those leftovers. So um, if there was a smaller group around your table and you start thinking, you know, pound and a half, two pounds per person, it might add up to a small turkey. But we're kind of telling people that, you, you know, to go bigger, to go bigger because everybody wants leftovers. And what you can't consume in those first three days after Thanksgiving, um, that goes up into the freezer. So for me, it's a blessing in December when things get crazy. If I can go into my freezer and pick two cups of cubed turkeys um, that I had from Thanksgiving, I can pop it right into the soup that I've got on the stove. Uh, and it, you know, it, it makes those meals easy and, uh, and that way you make sure you do justice to that turkey that you roast. They roasted so beautifully on Thanksgiving Day. In my grocery pickup order today, I have a variety. So I have different turkey needs based upon uh, I, I fry some. I put some on indirect, uh, indirect cooking grills. Uh, I, I fry one, send it to uh, family members to use. So today, as an example, I have in my grocery pickup order, I have a 20 to 24-pound butterball turkey. I have a 16 to 20-pound butterball turkey. And I have a butterball turkey 
roast that I'm getting today because I have three different applications. So you have a size really that fits all gatherings, and you touched on that, one of the most popular questions. How much do I buy? So is there a formula that you that you would offer? You know what? If you do want a lot of lovers and you do want, you know, plenty of turkey to go around the table, two pounds per person. Um, you know, if you've got little ones that are not going to be consuming that much and, you know, are not into turkey, they might be into whatever. I know that varies from family to family. You can, you know, make that a little bit less. But again, you know, we're, we're really telling that it's okay to go big. Um, it's really just as easy to roast a little bit larger turkey than it is a smaller turkey. Of course, it's going to take, you know, some extra day or so to thaw it. You're going to need a bigger pan, maybe an hour more in, in the uh, oven. Um, but, uh, you know, you're going to have plenty to, to share. And um, I've heard people that are actually making a little bit larger turkey and then are creating like a takeout meal for maybe, you know, a neighbor down the road that they know that they're not going to their daughter's house or whatever for Thanksgiving. So there's a little sharing of that turkey feast right in your neighborhood or to your grandparents that aren't going to be able to come or whatever. So that's the beauty. You know, that's just the way to, to, to say how we are and to celebrate Thanksgiving, to, to also share. So lots of different things are going on in people's houses. So a couple of days, we're going to speak to another of your colleagues again when it will be two days before Thanksgiving, and then it almost starts to be uh, rush time as far as the thawing process goes. So I kind of want to focus on thawing today because we have two weeks out and you have plenty of time to thaw. I gave you an example of a 20, uh, let's use a 24-pound turkey. Uh, 24-pound turkey is coming to me. It will be frozen. When do I need to move it to the refrigerator if I'm going to use it Thanksgiving Day? Well, the magic formula and it's math, and actually you don't have to do the math because you can go on Butterball.com and we have a calculator. So if you're not quite sure what the math is, it's one day, 24 hours for every four pounds of turkey. You have holding time after that for another three to four days in your so don't procrastinate. Um, I'm thinking that those turkeys that are coming to you today are going in your freezer. So don't leave it in there, you know, right up to the last moment. It can sit in your refrigerator um, on the tray to, to collect any juices for an extra two, three, four days after you thaw. So um, think ahead because nobody wants a turkey on Thanksgiving morning that is, you know, still frosty inside the cooking times are based on a turkey that's in about the 40-degree range. If your turkey is way down there in the 30s, it's going to take longer to cook. And, you know, you might have some hot spots and cold spots. So think ahead. I mentioned my fryer. I have a master-built butterball fryer that I love. That's kind of my go-to when I need to, to make a turkey. I find for me it does the best job. But I've also used a uh, Holland gas grill, which is an indirect uh, cooking method, so uh, an, an indirect flame. Uh, but I've used the oven as well. Some people use smokers. There are different varieties of grills. Do you have a personal preference on how best to, um, to prepare the butterball turkey? 
You know, when it's cold outside and um, we're in the Chicago area, um, there's a lot of areas in the country that you can actually be grilling outside. And actually, some people are planning to have their their feast outside where they can distance and and share with people in their backyard. Um, So my favorite way would be if if it was nice in the Chicago area to put it on the grill the way you do. I just love that beautiful tasting colored, you know, turkey that you put on the barbecue. But inside um, the butterball method of just roasting it, 325, breast side up, shallow pan so the air can circulate around the turkey, just a little oil on the skin, and roasting at that temperature from start to finish. A 10 to 18 pound turkey roasted that t- that way will cook in about three to three and a half hours. A little longer if you have it stuffed. Um, but then again, even on the grill, in the oven, in the deep fryer, you need to take the temperature of those turkeys to make sure that it's safe and that you don't overcook it. You want to stop the cooking when you get 170 in the breast, 180 in that chubby inner thigh, and if it's stuffed, 165 in the center of that stuffing. So make sure that you've got a meat thermometer uh, before you start roasting or frying or or putting the turkey on the barbecue. Carol, we began our conversation a few minutes ago talking about there will be more first-time Thanksgiving chefs than ever before. And there's a lot of anxiety that goes along with the pressure of having to um, – put that meal on the table and have it edible and you you know there are a lot of critics in the world and so there's just (laughs) angst that goes along with this but you know the butterball turkey talk line was invented to alleviate anxiety or to guide people through that so uh would your message be keep calm carry on call the turkey talk line Oh, gosh, yes. And there's some, you know, there's so many ways to reach us. I mean, you can call 1-800-BUTTERBALL and um, talk to one of our experts one-to-one. You know, we'll counsel you through everything, you know, from buying all the way to storing uh, leftovers. Um, But also, um, lots of people like to go on um, butterball.com where uh, we've got some new uh, it's not really new, but we've got a, a bunch of information that's right when the page opens that will take um, a new person or someone who has, you know, done it before and just needs a little tip, all the way from um, from buying the turkey, all the way to storing the leftovers, step by step by step. Um, and also there's videos there. So if you're, you're – I mean, when I learned to, to, to cook – I stood by my mom's elbow and watched how she did it. That's how I learned to cook. Um, So sometimes people watching someone else do it, you know, where to place the meat, how to carve, it really helps to look at those. So we've added that information in there. So, um, And then you can text. You can do a live chat or email us if those are the ways that you like to get your information. And one of our experts will be typing you a message back, however you you want. But if you want to chat with someone like me or one of the other 50 people that work here, please, 1-800-BUTTERBALL. We will be here until December 24th. It is amazing the various ways, uh, all the avenues, you know, the origins nearly 40 years ago back to 1-800-BUTTERBALL that to the app, 
to text, to the website, to the YouTube videos, to the Alexa skill. It's uh, all kinds of various ways. It's uh, it's always wonderful to talk to you, Carol. Uh, if well, we, thank you. If we miss you uh, between now and Thanksgiving, have a very, very happy Thanksgiving. Oh, you too. And I, I applaud you for all those turkeys. <laughs> Thumbs up for you. Good job. Thank you very much. we got to <laughs> get to a break. That's Carol from the uh, Butterball Turkey Talk Line. He's the expert for today. We've got to get to a break. We'll come back more on the way here on In the Know. Did you know Frank Sinatra was offered the lead role in Die Hard? Wait, what? Frank Sinatra was offered the lead role in Die Hard. The musician Frank Sinatra? <laughs> yes, the Frank Sinatra. How old would he have yippee been there? Yippee-ki-yay, yippee-ki-yay-yay-yay. That's bizarre. Frank Sinatra, Frank Sinatra can't crawl through the ductwork and have glass in his feet. Like... Son of a woman would have made more sense, right? <laughs> Maybe. The Dustin yeah. Hoffman. That, that's, yeah. uh, but Pacino. not Die yeah. Hard Pacino. or Pacino. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But not, yeah. No. No, that's just weird. No. Even he knew he shouldn't do it. He turned it down. yippee ki <laughs> Just, you know, you just take all of the Sinatra melodies yeah. and yeah, marry yeah. them to the word yippee ki and there you go. You have your, you have your movie. Saturday Night Live, writer... Named Steve Higgins. If you don't watch Jimmy Fallon, you don't know that Steve Higgins is Jimmy Fallon's Ed McMahon. Steve Higgins, where they met, was when he was a writer on SNL. And Steve Higgins is the author of the Jeopardy skits on Saturday Night Live. Okay. And so since 1996, Jeopardy, Celebrity Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live aired 15 times. And Higgins gives credit to his wife. She's the one that came up with the sketch idea. Okay. And the fun of writing the sketch was the formula that you go through the categories, and the category that has the dirty word hidden in it is always going to be a joke for Sean Connery. Therapist was turned into the rapist. You know, it was just uh, so it was, but it was brilliantly done. He said it's all third grade humor, but all the best humor is third is third grade humor. And Higgins went on to say that Alex Trebek had sent word back to Lorne Michaels that he really liked the sketch and that okay. he liked Will Ferrell's portrayal. See? And so, but I didn't realize there were 15 versions of it. I didn't either, but I go back to what times. I said yesterday. Will Ferrell should now fill in for <laughs> Alex Trebek. The more I think about that, uh, who's going to replace Trebek, the less I like the idea of Ken Jennings doing it. I, I Ken, don't think you can go wrong with Will Ferrell. Ken Nobody Jennings can balk at that. Ken Jennings is the Vegas favorite right now, though. Yeah, but Ken Jennings, <laughs> he needs to keep his producer's role. Ken, Ken Jennings doesn't have, he's not suave or as... Uh, he, or as Goober would say, he's not Swave. Yeah. The, the one that he's I heard, not Swave or Debonair. <laughs> the one that I heard. What about Dan Patrick? Has he hosted the Sports Jeopardy version? But is he too sporty? He's too snarky. Uh-huh. He's he's see. That's why I couldn't do Jeopardy. Is I'm too sarcastic. I can't I mm-hmm. can't operate uh, sarcasm free for long enough to do a game show. So you but you need someone. I think Stephanopoulos is boring. I think. I think you need someone that's 
you'll know that it factor when you see it. And of all the all the nominations I've heard so far, none of them stick. Dan Patrick is just too a wink and a nod. Like there, there will be a lot of subtext humor in Dan Patrick. I don't think though you try to duplicate what you had in Alex Trebek because that's going to fall flat. Right. Because you can't. So I think you're going to have to go maybe polar opposite, like a Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, that show is harder to that show is harder to host than anyone realizes. Oh, I'm sure it is harder. It is way harder than Wheel of Fortune. It's it way of harder math. than Family Feud. That's right. And you got to be. It, it moves yeah. quick. Mm-hmm. You got to know. You've got to defer to the judges because the judges are off to the side. Mm-hmm. You, the, it, it, things have to keep moving when they're in the segment. Now they have mm-hmm. time between the segments that they can catch their breath and they can do some housekeeping measures if they need to. But on the fly, I mean, if someone doesn't answer in the form of a question, there's just mm-hmm. a lot of policing to the game that I love Steve Harvey, but Steve Harvey is just stand-up in a game show. Yeah, he's and he's a comedian. Gonna, yeah. And I don't think that works in Jeopardy. Because in Family Feud, you see him where he'll, if somebody says something stupid, he'll walk off and he'll do that. Misty, he'll if, you want, if you like the Steve Harvey idea, why we could put Seinfeld in there when Seinfeld, like when somebody would give a dumb, ex- a dumb answer and yeah. Seinfeld would go. Yeah. I think you have to have the entire Seinfeld crew, like all of them. A panel of hosts. Good work. Uh, look at Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade lineup. Parade's going to be a little bit different in 2020, but they are still having it. It is also It will be on two weeks from right now. Just show me the balloons. That's all I care about. Well, I've not, I don't have the list of balloons for you, but I do have the Broadway and theatrical performances will be Ain't Too Proud to Beg, okay. Hamilton, Jagged Little Pill, Mean Girls, and The Rockettes. Does it say which song out of Hamilton? It does not say. Well, I need to know. That's where they get you. They Mm -hmm. tease you, keep Mm -hmm. you coming. Uh, The New York City Ballet will be performing The Nutcracker, a number from The Nutcracker. Because the St. Patrick's Day Parade was canceled, the... the FDNY Emerald Society Pipes and Drums, representing the New York St. Patrick's Day Parade, will be performing. Okay. The Big Apple Circus, the NYPD Police Band, the West Point Marching Band. See, that's one of the things that we forgot. The marching bands that come from around the country mm-hmm. won't be able to travel to New York, so they have to come up with the marching band flavor of it. Uh, stars and musical guests, the ones that I know. There's a bunch of them that I don't even know their <laughs> names, so I'm not going to... You can look it up if you want. Lauren Elena, Jimmy Fallon in the Roots, Tori Kelly, Patty LaBelle, the cast and Muppets of Sesame Street, Leslie Odom Jr., Aaron Burr, sir. So he's doing two? He's doing a personal? I don't know. Maybe that's a context clue. So it would be the original cast? Maybe. Dolly Parton, Pentatonics, BB Rexa, and Jordan Sparks will I'm be on NBC. just there for the Two weeks. He's for, my favorite. For today. American Idol, the new season, will begin on February the 14th. If by February you still aren't able to go to a restaurant for Valentine's Day, <laughs> then you will um, you'll be able to watch. The show returns for its new season February 14th of 2021 with the cast. I think they got everybody back in the boat. Uh, Ryan Seacrest is returning as host. Katy Perry, Luke Bryan, Lionel Richie, the gang is all back together for the next season of American Idol. So there you go. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. A company always on the run. A 
MV's point to ponder for today. Is it just me, or have you ever noticed that when you're on a flight, and the flight attendants come through late in the flight, that they sort of enjoy looking at you and saying, trash, you're walking through with, they've done the beverage service, it's time to prepare for landing, and they come through and they kind of look at you and they say, trash. Yeah, you're right. I thought maybe it was just me, but it's not, I thought... If I was a flight attendant, I'd probably, you know, those people who have been mean to me during mm-hmm. the flight, I'd look and say, trash. Yeah, so mean. Oh, I put too you. much question mark on the end of it. Trash. <laughs> yeah. And they said, what, are you calling me trash? No, sir. I was, here's a trash receptacle. <laughs> um, Station 19, season four premiere on ABC tonight. Grey's Anatomy, season 17 premiere on ABC. Season two premiere of The Unicorn. On CBS. Are you going to watch it? Probably not. Okay. Cause I've you, seen ads. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. I remember, Misty, you specifically made a comment that mm-hmm. the the promos were a little predictable or no, there's something you just, didn't like I, about it. No, I, it, mm, it's, I, it didn't catch. Okay. It just reminds, the main character reminds me of a friend of ours. Oh, yeah. That's, that's why that's I continued right, to watch right, it, right. but I never fell in love with the yeah. storyline either. Season 22 premiere of... Law and Order SVU on NBC tonight. Yeah, I, I don't really don't want to run long, but I also don't want to miss the week and funny tweets. <laughs> yeah, I do love those. I've kind of gotten really attached to the yeah. week and funny tweets. Kind of like these people; they're my people. Uh, Mark said, "Not this Mark. Another Mark. <laughs> Not nearly as good looking as this one." No, that's what he said. Uh, Mark said. Waiting for the election results is nothing. My five-year-old's been finishing her dinner for the last three days. <laughs> those, those, some of those dinners do get elongated. Yeah. Jesse said, my husband was surprised to learn that my daughter's Wednesday swim lesson was being held on a Wednesday yet again. Wow. Yeah. They catch you off guard if you're not mm-hmm. careful as what, a parent. Th- this Wednesday? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Again, we need another lesson. Right. Scary Mommy says, I love when childless people say, I'd never let my kids do that. Mm. Mark my words, when you become a parent, you'll gladly hand your kid the iPad and a donut for 10 minutes of peace and quiet. Yep. This is precisely true. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You will eat your words, so just mm-hmm. shut up. Rodney LaCroix said, a big part of parenting is teaching your kids how to do things on their own and then redoing them the, way, the right way as soon as they're not around. I may be guilty. It can happen. This one. I love this one. James Breakwell said, four-year-old. My four-year-old draws a person on a piece of paper. Me. Why does he have two different colored eyes? Four-year-old. He got punched. Me. Why? Four-year-old. He knows why. (laughs) (laughs) Like this four-year-old. Why did he get punched? He knows knows why why. he got punched. None of your business, Dad. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Ariana Branford. These are tweets from uh, husbands and wives. Ariana Branford said, when I feel like my husband seems to be relaxed, I'll just start a sentence with, you know, I've been thinking. <laughs> I'm going to do that tonight. I'll videotape it, though. Mark, another Mark, not nearly as good looking and smart as this one. Yeah. Uh, Wife, watching me unwrap a t- my tenth piece of candy. How many of those are you going to eat? Me. It's the weekend. This is how I party now. 
<laughs> Your weekend partying does change. My you know, hair is down, you. obviously. <laughs> Jesse said, the only time I complain about my husband being on his phone is when I'm not on mine. <laughs> well, yeah. There's a lot can, of truth in that. that can happen. Yeah, I appreciate your transparency. Today's highlight in history, this day, 1948, former Japanese Premier Hideki Tojo and several other World War II Japanese leaders were sentenced to death by a war con- crimes tribunal. Disney's streaming service, Disney Plus, launched one year ago today. They picked a perfect time to, to launch a streaming mm, service. Sure did. Uh, oh, by the way. Did they cause COVID? I really don't, we really don't have time for this. But, Misty, it came up in conversation yesterday mm. that you and I starred in a Christmas movie. I forgot we did. And, and we? I have forgotten that totally we starred forgot. in a Christmas movie. Is it being streamed on Disney? It is not. Oh, wow. But very Shock. ironically, and I was able to tell this story yesterday. So the person I was sharing the information with had no idea of the movie, had no idea of the major role that you and I played in. Oh, it was bigly. Hugely. So I went to look it, look for it. Yeah. Okay. Because the last thing I knew, I could find it on Amazon Prime Video. The, the When I have watched it, it was on Amazon Prime. And so, but I couldn't remember the the name. Yeah, what so is the name I had to, uh, literally I googled Christmas movie filmed in Litchfield, Kentucky, and it told me the name was Discarding Santa. Oh, that's right. Yes. I go to the IMDb page, and it is no longer on Amazon Prime Video. Oh man! It is on something called Tubi or Tubby. Yeah, yeah. I've heard yeah, of I've that. Yeah, this. I've seen this. App. I've heard of that. Okay. The feeling that I walked away with was, how bad must your movie be if it was on Amazon Prime Video and said, we've run out of hard drive space. Some of you have to go and you're it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Taking you to Tubi. Oh, man. Tubi outbid Amazon for the rights, for the streaming rights. I think it was a gift. We'll give you some free content. I was actually sort of happy it wasn't readily available for this person I was talking to to see it. Oh, yeah? Yes. I thought we nailed it. Well, you nailed your part. I didn't. I was a I was a bumbling idiot on mine. I don't remember. By the way, I was also reminded by the stills. You know, in that movie, don't forget, they ripped off our name without giving us permission, but wouldn't even use our logo. Oh. Like, they do this stand-up of a reporter, and it says K105 News in the lower left-hand corner, but it's this janky-looking font. It's like, well, you could have used the logo if you just asked. <laughs> so there's no royalty checks for us. Is that what you're telling me? I'm waiting. I keep going to the mailbox, but all these ballots keep getting in the way of my royalty <laughs> check. All my, my dead relatives' ballots have stopped showing movie. up. And we don't, even though we have a speaking part, we don't. We're not listed in the official cast on IMDb. To which I learned you apparently have to pay. Okay, I'm really disappointed to get that as a film credit. Like, I worked really hard. Now I remember why when people say, "Have you ever been in a movie?" I say, "No." <laughs> I had forgotten. I had why. completely forgotten, I had forgotten until that yesterday. We were in a movie. That's right. Yes. And I couldn't even have told you the name without having to. Thank you, Google. Yeah. Google took care of me. 
Birthdays today, Al Michaels is 76, Neil Young is 75, Megan Mullally is 42. <laughs> she played Karen Walker on Will and Grace. Nadia, she's great. Nadia Comaneci is 59, Sammy Sosa is 52, Tanya Harding is 50. I hope somebody gets her a crowbar for her birthday. Mm. Coda DePablo is 41, Ryan Gosling is 40, Anne Hathaway is 38, Russell Westbrook is 32 today. Discarding Santa, that's what it was. I did look at the trailer. It's a minute and 57 seconds, and it basically tells you everything you need to know. I've never watched it. I'm going to have to go back and watch it. Combin, I forgot. And Grace Kelly, born in 1929. I'll tell you, the reason I didn't watch the whole thing is I started watching it the first time, and I don't know if it was my device or what, but the audio wasn't synced up. It was like watching a Japanese Godzilla movie. <laughs> and oh, I was like, I can't that do could this. be fun. I can't. No? You, you struggle with that? I just couldn't do it, yeah. But now I've apparently missed my opportunity. But what? they've leveraged me into getting a Tubi subscription. Why do I feel like we're going to end up on Mystery Science Theater 3000? Like, that movie will be on there. You're going to see us. On, that's the only way we're going to make it to TV. It is some high-quality entertainment, I will tell you. Chart Toppers, 1953. I think I'll get my kids a copy for Christmas. Your mom made a movie. Of Discarding Santa or yeah. of Skeeter Davis's yeah, album? both, okay. actually, now that I listen. It's yeah. a bundle. Yeah, it's a bundle. <laughs> if you go to Amazon, they'll have Discarding Santa and Skeeter Davis's I've Forgot More Than You'll Ever Know bundled together. What I feel like it's going to be like a homemade burn CD. Buy one, get one free. <laughs> and they're both going to be on there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, Discarding Santa DVDs. I'm going to set up a little pop-up shop for Christmas selling DVD, signed DVD copies. Yeah. But the pop-up shop will be more like, you stop by and get one, and I'll give you a DVD and $20. (laughs) Will you please take this and put this in your library? (laughs) It's my acting debut. Oh, no, that's not true. I played a wise man in a church production at uh, church uh, multiple times. But are you on film? Was it recorded? Somewhere, yeah. Okay, well, then that counts. I don't know that I was on film for anything else. I was in a commercial for a congressman. You were? That's... Yeah. Well, yeah, former Congress, and then he lost. I was going to say, oh. did he win? Yeah. You he don't. You, you don't put your losers on your resume. Yeah. You only put your winners on your resume. I helped him lose, I guess. <laughs> I was typing on a computer really hard. <laughs> Isaac Hayes, number one, with the theme from Shaft, is dating seventy-one. Kenny Rogers, lady in eighty. Bad English, and when I see you smile in eighty-nine. Alanis Morissette, thank you in ninety-eight. Don't blink, Kenny Chesney in two thousand seven. And the Chainsmokers closer four years ago today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today is make sure your own worst enemy doesn't live between your own two ears. Make sure your own worst enemy doesn't live between your own two ears. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for Sam Gordon.